Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast. Hosted by Brooke and Farron. Your personal growth matters. And we're here to help. Hey guys, this is episode 27 where we're going to discuss our core values. Yep, so we just wanted to make sure we're all on the same page and what is personal growth to us because we're personal growth coaching. So let's have you answer that, Farron, because you uh, had a really good statement on what is personal growth to us here at Witty and Gritty. Yes, so... Um, you know, this is, I've heard it before, but maybe y'all haven't heard it, that if you're not growing, you're dying. So if you think of a plant, it continues to grow and produce, and if it doesn't, it's probably because you're not a good housekeeping plant person, and it's dying. I feel seen. (laughs) Yes, I do not have a green thumb. Mm -mm. So again, if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, but personal growth is personal. So when we say personal growth... What does that mean? Because everyone might interpret that a little bit differently. Right. So, for example, let's say I'm really struggling with resentment towards a a coworker or Mm -hmm. my husband or whatever because that's my vice kind Mm -hmm. of thing where you might struggle with something totally differently, but we both need to improve in those areas. Yeah. Some people might want to grow in personal, like you gave the examples. Maybe it's a forgiveness thing. Uh, Maybe it was some trauma or abuse. Other people might have professional goals that they want to grow in. Right. Um, Maybe it's health goals. Mm -hmm. Uh, So personal growth, first of all, is personal. It's going to look a little bit different for everybody, but there are very foundational um, steps to take no matter what that goal may or may not be. Right. So Um, whatever you're trying to grow in, everything we're doing here can be applied to you in your specific area that you're wanting to grow. Yeah, we want to make sure that uh, we're able to reach a wide range of audiences. No matter what your goal is, you're going to run into obstacles. Um, You're going to want to have some type of mentor. You're going to want to have good planning strategies and goal setting. And so we're here to help with that as well. Right. Uh, That's another one of the things with humans. We're not made to be stagnant. Like you were saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. Like You're constantly in motion, uh, and we're not meant to just survive on Earth, but we were meant to thrive. Mm -hmm. So if you're not thriving, then they're in one area or another. Like No one's thriving in every area, because then your pants would be on fire, because you're a liar, liar. (laughs) Yes, so that gets into the growth part. And what I heard recently is that you're, you're always moving. Whether you think, like, I'm choosing to do nothing, that's still a move that you're making. And so what I heard is that you're running from your problems or you're chasing your future. So you don't, no one gets out of this. No one, you know, is an exception. You're either running from your problems or you're chasing your future, but no one gets to stand still in life. Mm-hmm. Life, it doesn't just pass you by. Again, if you choose to do nothing, that's a daily decision. That is a choice you are making, a move you are making by choosing not to. Right. And that that's a hard truth, but at the same time, you're here because you want to do better at something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hopefully everyone has some sort of goal in their head that they want to do something better in or be better at. Yeah, if you're a mom, you know, we're not saying your goal should be to not be a mom, but maybe <laughs> you want to be 
um, a better mom or a working mom or a stay-at-home mom. Right. Maybe you're in the career field that you really feel called to be in and you want to figure out how to reach more, do more, mm-hmm. feel more fulfilled in the field you're in. Right. But for some people, it might be a big jump or they're out of college or going to college and they're trying to figure out which path to go down. Right. So different people on different growth paths and in different parts of that journey. And we also might have the same goal. Like, for example, me and you, Farron, we both want to be the best moms that we can be. Whatever works for you, that doesn't work for me. I have to do what works for me and my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, God gave me the kids that they needed me as their mom. Yeah. Or they, your kids needed you as their mom. So whatever skill set you're bringing, that's what it needs to be. So even if we have the same goals or you and your best friend have the same goals, it's going to look two different ways. Mm-hmm. So again, personal, meaning we understand that it's going to look a little different for everybody, even if we're the same type of people going for the same goal. Mm -hmm. And then growth being that, honestly, you don't really get a pass on that. Right. Um, Life and everything's moving forward. And so if you want to be an active participant in that and chase that future instead of running from your problems, then we're here for that. Yeah. Okay, so we have our four core values. That's so we're talking again, personal growth. You might call it self improvement or self help or personal development, whatever you call it. We're using the term personal growth so that way we all have the same definition of it. You know, I would even add that some people might ask themselves like they just want to be happy. And mm. so a lot of times, um, happiness, what they found is comes through fulfillment. Well, one way to have fulfillment in life is through your different passions and projects and mm-hmm. having hope in the future. So. Right. Uh, and also, just sidebar on that, we're not guaranteed happiness here, but you are. You can choose joy. Yep. There, again, the difference between being a joy-filled person. I mean, happiness, everyone wants to be happy. Yeah. A lot of times you can be. When you're aligning everything how it should be, happiness is a nice byproduct But even if you're in the valley or if you feel like you're stuck somewhere trying to get out, you can still choose joy in those moments too. Yeah, so I just think sometimes people use the word happy Mm -hmm. when really they could solve some of that um, with personal growth, Mm -hmm. what we call personal growth. Yes, so our core values here at Witty and Gritty, spiritual growth, mental growth, emotional growth, and physical growth. And we're going to Break those down a little bit. Yeah, so up first is spiritual. Yes, so from the beginning, we have always said this is going to be God-driven, pointing back to Christ kind of thing, whether that's behind the scenes or how we deliver the message or who we're talking to, any of those things. So if you are a believer, if you're trying to point everything back to Christ, all of the other facets, the mental, emotional, physical, that's all going to start lining up a whole lot easier than if you're trying to reverse order Like, okay, once I'm joyful, I'll go back to church. Like, churches Mm -hmm. are made for broken people. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, or I think this is what I want to do, so I'm going to pray to God that he does this for me. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Right. It can be a fine line between am I going down this path because of what I personally want or is God really calling me? Right. Um, You guys may have a friend that says, well, I just feel God's calling me to, uh, you know, maybe make a decision that you're like, I'm not sure God wants you to rob that bank or <laughs> marry that guy. Yeah. Take and, that job. Mm-hmm. Quit that job. Gosh, I've been pretty guilty mm-hmm. of that before too. Um, with things that look shiny and bright, mm-hmm. uh, 
I mean, one time it was buying a house. I was like dead set. This is the house we were supposed to have. And I was praying to God, please let us have this house. And like three houses later, after not getting um, a contract on them, finally found a house that, oh my gosh, it's so much better than I could have imagined. Right, right. Uh, so yes, I think order, spiritual is probably not a surprise to people, but putting that as number one and starting at that place mm-hmm. um, is what is important for us to convey to our listeners. Yeah, and that takes lots of discipline, and some days you're good at it, and some days yep. you just need to try again. <laughs> yep, hit the reset button. Yep. So again, you're normal, we're normal, we're all human, we all have rough days, so... Again, trying to line that up as priority number one. And if you can strengthen that area when you hit the hard times in life, it's kind of like um, you know preparing yourself and having that relationship and yeah. your faith to fall back on. Right. A lot of times we do talk about seeking wise counsel, having a positive mentor who lines up with you, having like-minded community members, um, whether that's a book study or a home group or whatever that looks like, having that like-mindedness. So you can grow spiritually in that community, and that's what we encourage too. Which leads nicely into the next um, core value, which would be mental. Um, these next three, I would say, they they kind of tie for second. Yeah, they, for sure. They all play off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we would probably rate ourselves like higher in one and lower in one of the next three. I know, which... Mine is. <laughs> I know the order of mine. Oh, man. But Lord. The next one is mental. And mental could be described lots of ways, but how do mm. we describe it here, Brooke? So a lot of times we talk about mindset, like your perspective, your mindset shift that needs to take place, um, how it's changing the your mood. Like you can, you can, you can choose that, um, or you can choose to stay positive. You can choose to pursue. You can choose to be gritty. Those are all choices you make. Just like we were talking about choosing joy or, or choosing to take this path or, you know, anyway. And we also talk a lot about metacognition, which is a, just a fancy way to say thinking about your thinking. So I think of Michael Scott when he's like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> but that's really what we talk about a lot. Like that whole Enneagram series talked mm-hmm. about why are you doing what you're doing? You need to be thinking about why you're making those choices. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from that is when people... Um, the world always seems against them and every job they go to and every circle they're with and every relationship they're in and it's like, you know, is going poorly and they're the only common factor mm-hmm. and man, you probably, you got to be really close to someone to kind of point that out but if you take a step back, like you said, change your perspective but think about your actions, your involvement, why you're, why you do what you do. Um, even some people, they think they're busting their tail to get where they want to be. But if they were to take a step back and kind of reevaluate where they're putting their time and energy, they might see like, Oh, well, no wonder I'm not making the progress I'd expect. Right. Right. So mentality, um, your approach Mm -hmm. to, uh, how you, accomplished tasks but Uh then also your perspective um, yeah in life this it it, i i use this a lot like what's going on between your ears Mm -hmm. so that there's a a constant running dialogue in your head so once you can figure out how to listen to that um it you can it can cause breakthroughs for you yep all right the next core value is emotional which 
you know, mental, emotional, those sometimes are Mm -hmm. used interchangeably, but we feel that it's important that they each get their own category. Right. So emotional growth. This doesn't necessarily mean I'm really moody and I need to work on my mood swings. That might be your area where you need to grow. Uh, But this also could look like learning how to be vulnerable and learning that vulnerability is being brave or being aware of your emotions. So again, tying back into what are you doing, why are you doing it, and then how are you feeling about it on subconscious levels or conscious levels. Mm -hmm. And then also um, becoming an empath. A lot of times people are lacking empathy uh, whether it's because we watch too much CSI or whatever it is. And when we see something in real life, we're just like, well, sucks to suck. Like, oh so it's just one of those things where I, I know I need to work on that. But emotional growth is highly valuable. And again, I think that plays in really nicely with mental health too. Yeah, I think a lot of times people don't spend time... Um, or let themselves feel emotions because they don't have time for it or they don't know how to Mm -hmm. process it. And so they just bury it, bury it, bury it. And then explosion. Mm -hmm. And that could even be like, you're just treading water. You just had newborn twins. Oh my gosh. (laughs) This uh, does not apply to you. You go cry in the bathtub and eat ice cream. Gripe water is for you too, mom. (sighs) Seriously. Have you tried it? (laughs) There were days. Oh, well, that's good to know now that uh, I'm past the child. Hey, you know. Things. Don't put that on me. Don't think. You said it. You no. said it on the air. Anywho. <laughs> so, yes. Emotions. Learn more about them, where they're coming from, how mm. to deal with them, and use them and recognize them in others. So, I've mentioned this on previous episodes, but I did not know that anger was a secondary emotion. Mm. And when... My counselor told me this. I was like, honey, you talking about? She's like, yeah, you are feeling something that causes you to be angry. Like, what? And so then she had me give her an example of a time I got angry that day. Uh, and she was like, okay, so did you feel disrespected in that moment? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there's multiple layers of emotions. It's not just like <laughs> happy, sad, isn't, angry. Isn't that in Shrek? Like, an onion. Yes. I've got layers. layers. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I just didn't realize that there were layers. <laughs> so it just makes me think of Inside Out where it's joy. I'm like, okay, there's just joy. But then joy has all these other happy, elated, ecstatic, I mean, all content. All of those are subcategories. Did you set me up so I could share my latest discovery? Oh, I forgot about yes. this. Do so share. this is... December of 2019 when we're recording and my daughter was um, 18 month old was in the hospital for a week uh, with pneumonia and febrile seizures and so we got to watch Inside Out on the hospital TV at least 16 times Mm. and you know when you watch a movie that many times you start finding (laughs) either intentional or maybe I'm just so smart I put this together Mm -hmm. like messages in the movies. And so for anyone that's seen it, it doesn't ruin the movie, but there's the imaginary friend and he helps the character Joy get back to where she needs to be. And bing so, bong. Yes, bing bong. And so I um, gleaned that sometimes finding Joy, 
requires a little imagination. I love it. So that because it's so true. It is. That is so true. You have sometimes you're just like I gotta dig deep here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because you might just have Murphy's Law of a day, like flat tire, ran out of gas. Oh. There's gosh. I gotta walk a mile to get to the gas station. Like it's one after another, but. Like you said, you have to be a little creative, a little mm-hmm. imaginative, and you can find something to be happy about, thankful about, mm-hmm. joyful about. You can do that. Yep. It's not easy. No way. You can do it. Daily struggle. And the last core value yes. is the physical aspect of life. Mm-hmm. So we as humans are body, body, really? I like it. Body, <laughs> mind, connected. So more and more research is showing that how it, what's again what's going on between your ears does affect your body and what you're doing with your body does affect what's going on between your ears which is very interesting and that we're just learning more all the time about this. Mm-hmm. So again, for example, it makes me think of Reese Witherspoon in Legally Blonde when she's like she was working out. Working out releases endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. Yep. Which I mean if you work out, you are releasing endorphins. Endorphins do make you feel happy. Mm-hmm. So, yep. there you go. And there are workouts, I just have to say, because some people are like, no, they don't. I hate it. You haven't found the right workout yet. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Mine's soccer. I will not run at all, but now. Now I won't run. <laughs> but, man, if there's a soccer ball, I will run five miles in a soccer game. Yeah. Because there's a soccer ball, and I want to go score. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you got to find your right workout activity. But, again, if you need help finding that, give us a shout. We'd be happy to do that. Yeah. Oh, so one time I tried yoga. I mean, I tried it a couple times, but this was probably the, the this is why Brooke doesn't yoga. We were doing, like, the headstand thing. I'm like, yeah, sure, I got this. This was several years back. So I was, you know how you have your arms in a triangle and your head's down, but you're vertical? So I got vertical <laughs> And then I crossed the threshold <laughs> and then rolled over, but my neck went pop, 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 pop. And everyone was like, <gasps> are you okay? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> so then at that point, I was like, ah, this is just, yeah, no. Can't Not do for it. you. Yeah. Nope. So it's really important just to be sure that you're taking care of your body so that way it can take care of you. I think sometimes we're more reactive than proactive, right. speaking myself included. That, you know, you don't take care of your body and the next thing you know, you're sick and God forbid, you know, work comes first. And so then, mm-hmm. well, guess what? When you don't take care of your body, then you're out of work for two or three weeks. Right. You know? Exhaustion is a thing. Mm-hmm. People, you see it all the time. Like the, these rich and famous people, they're like, they went to the hospital and they said it was exhaustion. And at first I was like, is that just an excuse for like, yeah. they were, they partied too hard? Yeah. Like what's happening? That's something that but, happens to rich, famous people, and that's why I don't know what it is. But th- so, and I felt it last week, and it was because it was I had I pulled lots of late nights in a row, mm-hmm. um, plus um, some other things, and then the next day I felt horrible. I was like, th- "Is this allergies? What's going on?" And then I realized, "Oh my gosh, I don't think I've strung like five hours of sleep in a row together." So then I did that, and then I felt a lot better. Like, well, clearly exhaustion is a thing. I didn't make that up. Yeah. So physical is important. We um, are not perfect, but we do um, are conscious about making sure that we try to work out, uh, try to eat decent, feed our families well. Um, So Mm. we're definitely physical conscious. I struggle in that area. 
You know what? It's not in. You can't I, be great at everything. Uh, thanks, Farron. <laughs> but it's also trying to make just simple switches. I'm trying to learn simple switches is is easier than just total lifestyle change. I mean, yeah. over time, like if you're trying to oot your way along the line of being healthier. Yeah, when you make big health transitions, it works for some people. Oh yeah, but I don't feel like they I'm last as long term mm-hmm. as making simple. Uh, exchanges or swapping stuff out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, being content with not having that immediate success uh, also will help too. Fun fact it takes about eight ish weeks for you to notice a difference in your body looking at it, and then it takes about 12 ish for someone else, like your spouse, to notice, and then it takes a little bit longer after that for your friends to be like, hey, have you lost weight? Yeah, like three months ago, dang. So, <laughs> I am that person that if you do something with your hair, I won't notice for about two weeks. Okay, this is the running joke with me and Morgan. I never notice when he gets a haircut. And then I finally do, and he's like, that was seriously five days ago. I'm like, I promise I look at you every day. <laughs> so, if you know Jacob, he goes from like wolf man to very attractive Jacob person when he gets a haircut so I do notice that but he tries to call me on not noticing when he like trims his mustache Mm -hmm. area and cleans up his beard his beard looks great I recently saw it and it was fabulous yes it is rather long I feel like no shave November rolled over to December don't shave December but you know when the girls complain then he does something about it and so uh, sometimes I'm like, Brianna, <laughs> here's five bucks. Go tell you. No, okay. I love it. Not exactly like that, but something like that goes down. Mm, that's funny. Occasionally. So again, those are the four core values. And that's kind of some of the vocab we're discussing so yes. that we were all on the same page. So spiritual growth, mental growth, emotional growth, physical growth. All of that is tying back into the umbrella of personal growth. Personal means looks different for everybody. Growth, you're not excluded from this. So quit running from your problems and come chase your future with us. Yes, I love it. And also, we're going to end with some fun facts. We both, we each wrote down 10 random facts about us. And I, you might, I, I didn't think about writing something maybe you didn't know about me. Oh man, but... that would have taken a long time to think of. You're right. Let's alternate. I like it. Okay, so you hit us with your first random fact. In no particular order. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, number one, I started teaching because I hated school. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love telling my students that because I think they think teachers loved school, and some did, obviously, um, and that's why they became teachers. But I just figured out ways to get by, and I would be like, man, I see other kids struggling, and... Maybe if teachers taught them the way I've taught myself, then other kids wouldn't have to struggle like me. So that doesn't sound very humble, but I promise there was like an other-centered passion there. Yeah. But yeah, I hated school, so I became a teacher. That's so funny. (laughs) And ironic. Okay, my first random fact is I love hot chocolate, and it can be enjoyed any day of the year. So... One time, I went to the Starbucks line. It was like the hottest day in <laughs> August. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, oh, the barista was like, you ordered a hot chocolate? I'm like, are people ordering hot coffee today too? Like, well, yes. Yeah. So why? I'm not a coffee drinker. Let me have this. And he yeah. was like, oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. Well, see you later. Do they do iced 
chocolate like they do iced coffees i don't even know not that you'd want that mm, just hot a side chocolate. question yes i'm sure they have some sort of fancy cold thing that you can know. make where you could put the caramel in it or put the vanilla in it but it sounds it's just not the same i don't know mm, i have a killer hot chocolate recipe that goes in the crock pot and everybody can it, it makes a lot so that's yeah. what i make in the holiday times to justify my large intake of hot chocolate <laughs> I'm making this for others, but then mm. you got leftovers. <laughs> yeah, I but see. it's really me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my number two is that I cannot touch dryer lint or rust. Okay, I didn't know this about you yes. until like a couple episodes ago when you mentioned yes. it. I was like, what? Yeah, I get a paper towel, but my newest thing is I have one of my kids do it. Yes. And I call it huckleberry finning them or whitewash mm-hmm. fencing them where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I convince them that it's really fun to do. Yeah. Um, and they do, they genuinely love to help. Um, so I try when they're in that mood, I'm like, Oh, I need to switch the clothes over. Otherwise I got to go get a paper towel and rust. I don't know. It makes like my teeth hurt touching it and it's automatic tetanus and it's just, it feels like on my fingers, what nails on a chalkboard feels in your head, but uh, in my fingers when you, Oh, Oh, it's bad. I will promise to not bring dryer lint or rust around Rusty you. Rusty objects, yeah. You got it. All right. My second fact would be I love Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's the best. I mean, I love other holidays, too. Right. But once November 1st rolls around, it's go time, and I am so excited about everything. It's wonderful. And... I'm just also going to throw in there that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, (laughs) and I watch it every year, and it's great. Yeah. It's not Christmas until Severus Snape falls off the Nakatomi Towers. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Jacob uh, watched that recently. Oh, really? In fact, he stayed up. He's like, the next morning, I was like, how late did you stay up? He's like, well, I had to watch the whole thing. Yeah, you do. (laughs) It's a good watch. It is a good watch. I love it. Okay. You're number three. My number three. So, I don't know that this is really a thing or not, but Jacob makes me feel <laughs> like it is. Like I'm the weirdo. So, okay. we're going to find out. Okay. All right. I cannot walk through my house in the dark. Two parts. One, scared. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's creepy. Which I feel like everyone can relate. Uh-huh. But he finds, like, he can walk through our house in the dark as if, like, he was going through a maze blindfolded kind of thing. Like, I would run into stuff. I would have to drag my hand along the wall. He can just probably walk through our house with our eye, his eyes closed. That's interesting. And maybe he's the outlier there. So, thank you. Yeah. I knew you'd be on my side. Of course. Duh. Okay. So, I don't know. Feedback on that. Yeah. I'll leave a comment. Can you walk through your house with the lights off? Like, you got it memorized so much. Like, ten steps north and then five east. And then, I don't know. Mm-mm, no. Not at all. Okay. He's I would weirdo. have I to feel the walls, too. Okay, my third fact would be hot tubs are awesome, and Mm. they, like hot chocolate, can be used any time of the year. It's relaxing, and I love it. This is where we disagree. (laughs) I do not like hot tubs, especially in the winter, because you have to get out. And I don't care how long you're in there. If you have to... No. You just have to run real fast. No, I don't like showers because you get wet and then you got to get out and you're cold and miserable for a while. Mm -hmm. No, it's awful. And then you get, so you're cold and then you go shower or whatever and then you start the whole process over. It's, I'm happy for you. 
I like how we both don't like the cold. Nope. It's the best. That's why we're going to live together. Yay! Okay, number four. Um, I am not a big sweets person. I, I really like candy, whatever. I don't have a problem saying no. Like when mm-hmm. January comes around and everyone's like trying to make good choices, mine is never like really with sweets, but it is hard for me to pass up chips. Yes. I love chips. I love crunchy chips. I love chips and dips. Chips. And then I can't stop. So that is my addiction. Is, gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. I knew you really liked chips. I didn't know that it was, you just yes. didn't really fancy the sweets. They're crunchy. And so salty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the crumbs at the bottom of the bag. Ooh. Anything about chips. Yes. Love it all. Great. Chip connoisseur over here. Okay. We, so my fourth one is I prefer the beach over the mountains. Yes. Nothing against the mountains. They're amazing. They're pretty. I love them. That's great. But if I'm going to plan a vacation, it's going to be somewhere warmer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe less buggier. That'd be good. Yeah. There's a lot of bugs. Although I was at the beach a couple years ago and I saw this sea snake. And okay. Yeah. So a bird went down in the water, picked up the sea snake. It's like going crazy. It flies over where we are. It bites the bird. The bird drops the snake and we're all like, ah! And then you see the snake bury itself under the sand. No. And then you see the wave wash over it and then go back and there was nothing there. And then in that moment, I was like, how many snakes are under my feet right now? I, no. Oh, that makes me sad. It. I'm never going some, to the I might, again. I can't go anywhere <laughs> without snakes. Not even my own house. Ugh. They do find you. I don't like this. Are you a Slytherin? A parcel tongue? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not when it all costs. That wasn't even funny, I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can be mad at me when I leave tonight. I'm not mad, it's fine. Okay, great. Number five. Man, I might get some hate for this one. All right, let's hear it. I am afraid of old people. (laughs) (laughs) You said it. You actually said it. I get concerned in sharing this because I don't feel like people understand me, but if you did, you may be afraid as well. And some people might now be going, well, how old is old, Farron? Yeah, and then there's always the question about, well, like, your parents and grandparents get old, and you're going to get old, but I'll probably be that person hanging out with the young people um, and thinking I'm not old. But there's a few reasons. One, they like to like come up and like touch you, like shake your hand, but hold it way too long and mm. squeeze it way too hard or grip your arm in a weird place, and they stand super close to you, mm-hmm. and they kind of shake, but I don't know. I don't know how to read that body language, which I depend on to understand what's happening and they can't hear so then they get even closer to your face and then that you never know what they're gonna say <laughs> and I can't handle the obnoxiousness on the fly especially if I don't know you um so there's many more and it really just depends once I get to know a certain old person then we can be cool but right off the bat if you're old I'm trying to avoid you stay you need a, a physical buffer a foot away is good today. Yeah. If everyone did that, that would be great. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I say something, and they respond, and it's not even close to a response for what I just said. Mm. And then I don't know what to say. And, oh, gosh. We'll move on so that you don't have to think about it anymore. Great. Thank okay. you. Okay. So, I, a place I want to travel, I want to travel lots of places, but one of them in particular is I want to go to my motherland, which one of them would be Scotland. 
So I would love to go. I've been close, but I haven't been actual Scotland. So we have actually my family has a museum. So that is the neat. Gordon Highlander Museum. So one of these days, I'm gonna get to go. It's gonna be pretty cool. That is gonna be cool. Save my pennies. Number six. <laughs> I can't hear song lyrics nor sing. Um, but I'm often baffled as an adult when I learn what the real song lyrics are. Like we were doing a live one night uh-huh. to, was it Backstreet or NSYNC? No, it was sync because yeah. it was, thank God it's Friday night Didn't and I feel alright. And I just, and I said, got paid. And, and you I, were like, oh, what? <laughs> there are many other, well, there's one in particular, a different word <laughs> but in there. But, um, anyways. So, and see, that's just it. I don't just minor, like, mess up a lyric. I, like, it changes the entire up. meaning of the yes. song. And I'm like, well, maybe I should write songs because my ideas are way funner than... Your song could be all of the misheard lines. Okay, like, no, somehow like, it could not... Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. Yeah, like, just eat it, eat it. Like, I do that naturally, but not trying to be funny. And so, I think he's the reason why. Yeah, like... You were just telling us about the 12 Days of Christmas at the Arboretum. Oh, yes. Fine. Ten Leapers Leaping. Yes. Well, I don't even know the numbers, so first of all, there's that. But yeah, I, I remembered, I was trying to remember the people, the birds, the objects, the whatever. And I got really excited in the car ride, and I said, Leapers Leaping! And I was like, wait, no, 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 Lord's a Leaping! But, but Leapers then, Leap, you're not wrong. Well, you know, Leapers a lot like lepers. A little bit different. I mean, lepers maybe they might not leap. They might not want to. Stuff no. might fall off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so then my daughter goes running and she's like, Mommy, it's the leapers leaping. And everyone laughed at her. So the con- tradition continues. Um, so it's hereditary. Well, yes, or just, you know, leading by example. There you go. Nature versus nurture. It's, we'll have to yeah. see. Ah, uh, the great debate. Okay, mine, if I learned another language, I think Russian would be cool to learn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think you could do that. I think you could pull that off. I don't, I mean, I don't have the the desire to do that right now, but... Maybe someday. Maybe, sure. Right now, my kids are into signs, so we look up mm-hmm. new things every day. It's been pretty cool. Rhett has actually picked up a lot and will communicate. Like, what? Yeah, I think mine would be Arabic, only because... It would help me in my job tremendously. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, anywho, number seven. Um, I can recreate just about anything I look at. So Yes, you can. Um, that mostly in a crafting sense. Mm-hmm. I know someone's going to be smart and probably think, well, could you recreate? You know, whatever. But from a visual standpoint, I can pretty well recreate anything I look at. Yeah, and it doesn't take you long to look at it either. No. Just one of those things you're like, oh, okay, give me this stuff. Yep. Make yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. I See would, it one time. I would say that is not a normal thing to be able to do. That is definitely something you've been gifted with. Yeah. Well, so you. use your powers for good and not evil, Farron. All right. No copyright infringement. All right. Fine. <laughs> okay. My number seven is my go-to outfit is jeans, sneakers, tea. Mm. Yep. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think so. I enjoy it. Yep. Right now I'm wearing holiday pants, which are fleece lined and amazing. 
They do look spectacular. Thank you for affirming me. If only y'all could see this action right now. It's amazing. Some hot stuff on this side of the mic. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let me tell you about it. (laughs) All right, my number eight is that. So as a teacher, when you have a student working across from you, sometimes it helps, especially at the younger age, to be able to write upside down. And then it's also backwards. But I can also do that in cursive. How cool is that? Yeah. But I was in a meeting once, and the teacher brought a paper, and she goes, look how this kid wrote her name. And they were all like, oh, my gosh, that's so strange or weird. Well, the teacher had slid a paper to her and said, write your kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Can you write your name on this paper? Well, the student wrote it so the teacher could see it because the teacher always is writing upside down and backwards. But when the teacher turned the paper oh. around to look at it, of course, it was like, upside down and backwards and so she's like I'm very concerned and I was like wait a second she wrote it so you could see it and so I turned it upside down and she was like what anywho so then I was like can you guys not do that and I was surprised that like over half the room couldn't write upside down and backwards like as if a kid was sitting across yeah I thought that was just something all teachers did but then I could write like a sentence in cursive and like with automaticity how about that oh wow my brain just exploded when you said that. Yeah, I'll prove it later. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so one of my coworkers, so she can do that, but with both hands and, oh, well. and mirrors it. Well, you know what? It's just crazy watching her in action. Like her arms are swooping and it's all pretty. I'm like, what? She's also awesome. amazing. Yeah. Also, my friend Leah can do that too. Backwards cursive upside down. Wow. So I know three people. Close to me, that, that can do mean? that. That means I'm the odd man out, and I <laughs> need to practice that skill more clearly. Let me get on it. Okay, my number eight is I like techie stuff. I'm not good at it, obviously. But, like, for example, I get excited when September rolls around because then Apple's going to release their keynote, and then I'm going to watch every minute of it. What? <laughs> Nerd alert. I know. So, there's that. Great job. Someone's got to do it. I'll do it, and I'll tell you the updates. Exactly. That's what I mean. I need people Mm -hmm. like you to go enjoy that and Mm -hmm. then explain it to me in a simple way. Got your back. All right. Number nine. This is not a surprise um, that I love to play soccer, and Mm -hmm. I still do. Uh, Different parents I talk to or students, they're always surprised that I still play. Not as great, but I do it. Yeah, right. But my favorite thing is that, like, we got to play soccer in England. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that was so cool. It was cool. Thanks, Paul. Some of the fun things from that trip, uh, they were, like, smoking before the game and at halftime, occasionally. Well, one mm-hmm. team, and not all of them. But still, it was just like, what? And then on the field, they'd be like, do you know so-and-so? And I'd be like, oh, uh, no. I mean, do they live, like, in the Dallas area? And they're like, I think, like, Connecticut and so it's just mm-hmm. you know we probably are portrayed in lots of countries as you know dumb Americans and not that that was dumb just that like until you go and visit a place you just don't grasp the concept right and so it was really neat and just it reminded me that not everybody gets the opportunity to just go do what they love in other countries yeah and see the world yes um so it was definitely so many good memories from there but. yes fun times um, mine, are we on number nine? Yes. Yeah. My love language, so I have two. So out, out of the five language, love languages, what are yours? There's, oh, there's words of Sleep. affirmation. No, <laughs> <laughs> words of affirmation, gifts, 
physical touch, quality time, and acts of service. Mm. So I have low or zeros on three (laughs) of those, and then everything else is either quality time or physical touch. So best case scenario, I'm cuddling with Morgan, and we're talking about our day or some deep thing. So he, those are his, he like too lower on the thing. He would rather have acts of service. Mm-hmm. So, I think we did that more like before kids, mm-hmm. and it'd be interesting to redo it now. Yes, I yes because mine used to be just like all physical touch, mm-hmm. and now it's quality time physical touch, which is interesting. Yeah, because you don't have as much quality time. Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Did you know that that same company they I, I think it's a couple they came out with the five types of apologies. Oh. It was fascinating. So I took the quiz. It does the same. It's the same style with the love languages. It's the five apologies. So it gives you a scenario and then which apology would you want to hear? Mm-hmm. And so then at the end, it tells you, you are this in this point, this in this area. And that's been really helpful because then I was like, I could start pointing out the ones that Morgan wanted to hear mm-hmm. versus... Like, he's like, don't tell me you're sorry. Show me. Like, do better. Yeah. Like, yes. And you've said this on previous episodes. We've preached the golden rule all these years. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the way you want to be treated is not the way someone else would like to be treated. Mm -hmm. So, again, everyone wants to be loved. But how they feel loved looks different. Everyone wants to be apologized to. But the apology they're expecting is going to look different. Yes. So um, that's neat. I did not Yes, know that. and like, I, there were answers where I'm like, no way would I think that that's an acceptable apology. So it's just so interesting how some people really think that that is, they think they're doing right by the person mm-hmm. whenever the other person is like, no, I'm not here for that. Ugh. Crazy. So there's that. Right. We'll link that in the show notes. Yeah. Number 10. Halloween is my fave. How perfect that you mentioned Christmas at the, towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it's my favorite. It's Again, awesome. I love a lot of holidays, mm-hmm. like Christmas, duh, and like 4th of July because we're not in school. Summer's the best. Um, but Halloween, I just think you get to see a different side of people. Um, and then as a kid, it's just awesome you come home with all this candy Mm -hmm. and so it's fun to dress up and you get to dress up past acceptable dressing up age you know Mm -hmm. um so i just i love it all i don't get into like the gore i don't really do the haunted houses right it's just more the festivities yes in that it symbolizes the beginning of the holiday season for me yeah so it it represents the anticipation of all to come Mm -hmm. so Yes, I love it. Fun buildup. I like that. My last one, I think it would be so fun to have a kid ninja warrior thing in our backyard. Mm -hmm. So, obviously we're too late in the game for Christmas. Yeah. But, and we're trying to clear some space so that we can do something like this. But how cool would that be to have that out? I mean, I've seen those little videos of the little girl running through and Mm -hmm. the dad's narrating it. It's the cutest ever. Yeah. Yeah, that could be us. Did you ever make up obstacle courses as a kid? Oh, for sure. Yes. Do kids still do that? Yes, mine do it in the house all the time. Well, I mean, like, my kid, yeah. But the kids that they talk about that are on technology all day, maybe not those kids. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's fine. Parents, if you need a cheap idea of what to do on a weekend to entertain your kids, 
make an obstacle course yep. through your house and it uh-huh. uh, gets them moving, yeah. gets them tired, gets them thinking. Yeah. And That's then good. they have to clean it up. Yeah, they do. That's Suckers. just part of the rules. <laughs> Sorry, you want an obstacle course and now you got to pick it up. That's how you do it. Yeah. I'll time you. Yes. <laughs> Ready, set, go. You can run and pick it up. Who can pick up the most stuff? Yep. Mm-hmm. So now it's physical strength, endurance, and uh, speed. I love it. And organization. Yes. Yeah. All the things. Perfect personal growth for your children. <laughs> How to make your kids grow in these areas. Build an obstacle course. I feel a blog post coming on. Yes. <laughs> so that ends our session on our core values. And bonus content of 10 things about us. Yes. 10 things we know about us. Not hate. 10 things I hate about you. Oh my. The movie. Yeah. But... It's based off of Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. But I didn't read that. I just oh. saw 10 things I hate about you. I saw 10 things I hate about you and then had to read Taming of the Shrew. And so that was very helpful. Oh yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. English teachers. Maybe uh <laughs> Or parents of kids who are in English who are like, oh, this Shakespearean thing. There you go. Well, guys. Oh, this is the end of the year. It's been a great year. All right, so our next book coming up, Daring Greatly. By Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get on our site. We have the link, the affiliate link to purchase your book and all the other resources that you'll need to get ready for this series. It's going to be awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. You hang up first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I do. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Witty and Gritty podcast. Join us at wittyandgritty.blog where you can subscribe to our newsletter, check out our blog, and listen to more episodes. We're here to help you become your best self with a community that cares. 